Okay, everybody. Welcome back to the Honest Field Guide podcast. I am Ginger Bergenbuehl. I am the host, and I'm so glad that you're here today. I'm glad that you're back listening to my podcast. You could be anywhere in the world, and you've decided to come and listen to me on the Honest Field Guide podcast. I thought I would try something new. Um, first of all, hello, I'm on video. Um, one of my podcast guests said, you know, you should think about being on video, and I thought, Really? I kind of just like my voice. I like to kind of not get distracted by visuals, but um, she kind of convinced me that it would make a difference. So I'm going to try a video with my, you know, myself. And um, then I thought, okay, I'm doing it. I'm going to step into my fear and put myself on camera. I know that's surprising to some of you. Like, you're just like, there's no way you're afraid to be in front of the camera. And generally, I'm not. Um, but when it comes to my podcast, which is something I have such an incredible passion to do, I really want to keep it as authentic and as pure as I possibly can. And sometimes the camera takes away from the authenticity because you're concerned about the way you look and you're concerned about your lipstick. If you're, if you're, yeah, I don't, doesn't, you don't have to be female, but I'm just saying like concerned about your makeup and what you're wearing and what's in the background. And, you know, like right now I have something in my door, which is closing it up so that I don't hear the sounds from the other side of the room. And when you're not on camera, these things are not an issue. This is a challenge that a lot of women have, actually. Um, some of us would rather not ever be on camera when we're on team meetings or Google Meets, things like that. We just want to sort of use our voices, and that's it. But I'm going to try this, see what happens. Um, and speaking of imagery and look and feel and things like that, um, I have a couple of interesting episodes coming up on the podcast. One, I brought back Mer uh, Matt Burzak from Kicks of Chicago. I interviewed him during the pandemic. He was at the time a senior in high school in Chicago. And he started a new business called Kicks of Chicago. And I was really amazed by it. And I wanted to have a conversation with him about his about his, his platform on my podcast. And um, he's now a sophomore at University of Wisconsin-Madison. Uh, and I had another conversation with him to find out how is business going. And that episode will be coming out in the next few days. And then I'm also interviewing this week, Doreen Lorenzo, she's one of the co-founders of Frog Design, and I cannot wait to talk to her. Um, but in the meantime, I was actually, you know, I was going to just as an interlude, because I love doing my interludes, because this is a new thing for me. I was actually going to read a passage from um, Gary Vaynerchuk's um, book, 12 and a Half, Leveraging the Emotional ingredient Ingredients Necessary for Business Success. I love Gary. Um, I follow him a lot. I listened to him. He's got really great ideas. And um, yeah, I was going to read a passage from his book. But you know what I'm going to do instead? I'm actually going to read a passage from my very, very first short story that I have been so lucky. Um, Fast Company Magazine asked me if they could publish my first short story. And I said yes, and it's published. I'm actually an officially a published author. And I'm going to read a passage from my story. And just as background, it's actually an excerpt. I have um, the short story is a lot longer, and I am hoping to release the full version of my story in April. That was the plan. It might end up being in May. Um, better late than ever, I like to say. Um, but anyway, I started writing um, explosion out of my, my, my heart and my soul related to my hair. Yes, my hair. And I just had a wonderful conversation with Salita Roberts, someone that I met um, 
through Trish Lindo, one of the creative managers at uh, LinkedIn, and she connected us, and we've been having these great conversations around black women in perception. And um, she interviewed me last week about my, my story, and it's about, you know, my hair. And I am a person that has had straight hair almost my entire life. It's been chemically straightened, of course. Um, I don't have naturally straight hair. And um, I've, this has been my brand for as long as I've known. And during the pandemic, I stopped going to the hair salon because I was like, oh, my God, I'm afraid to go to the hair salon. I'm going to get COVID. I'm not going. So I stopped going. And um, two years later, I was like, wow, I cannot believe my hair. And I, you know, long story short, I did have a big chop and I chopped it myself with, you know, kitchen uh, chicken poultry shears, scissors. And lo and behold, now I have you know, natural hair. And it's a, it's been a journey and I'm still actually on my journey. So I thought instead of um, reading from Gary's amazing book, um, and it's amazing. I mean, like, I love him. So don't, I'm not trying to diss Gary because he's one of my heroes and I actually did meet him. But I thought I would read a passage from my own story. And you know how hard it is when you're an entrepreneur sometimes to like, you know, promote your work. You're like, oh my God, I don't want to promote myself. You know, I, I think I'll be you know, shilling myself too much or sell promo, sell promo. Nobody wants to hear about me. Well, that's not totally true. And if you're not, I mean, I'm a businesswoman. I'm an entrepreneur. And I think if you are in business, you should be promoting your business as often as you can. And sometimes that means wearing a t-shirt with your logo on it, right? I mean, why wear Nike when you can wear your own company brand like Burt Creative, you know, or Utah Carroll, my band. Um, and this is a situation for me where I feel like I'm, I did read passages from Gary's book, but I'm going to read a passage from my own. So I hope you'll indulge, and I really do hope that you'll find my article. Um, just search on Google, Ginger Birkenbuehl. That's my name. And um, look, you know, just type in Ginger Birkenbuehl black hair. <laughs> I, that's it. Just Ginger Birkenbuehl black hair, and you'll come up with a Fast Company article um, that was edited by the, the lovely, lovely um, Lydia Dishman. Um, she really did help me focus a little bit in some areas, which I'm, I have so much gratitude for her. And she coached me through the release of this story because I was afraid to release it. I was afraid I was going to get attacked. It's very raw. And I do talk a lot about what happens to me when I go to a black hair salon. Um, so I'm going to read one or two paragraphs. And then, I, again, I hope you go and find my article and read it. And let me know if it resonates with you. I have received some tremendous... Um, feedback on my on my story and I actually might read a couple of um, things that some people have said which are really beautiful I won't name the people because that wouldn't be fair um, anyway so my story it's my original title was the roots of my professional brand natural hair and my existential crisis and you know my agency I've, I've been in business with my company since 1997 and I've have I've had some of the most amazing clients through my media company imaginable for a company my size. Um, I'm not a billion-dollar company like Gary Vee's uh, VaynerMedia, um, but I don't do too bad. I do pretty good, um, you know, between Google and Meta and um, Advocate Healthcare and several several other, you know, brands. Um, these brands are used to seeing me in my flowing, straight, silky hair. They are, they have, they were, I was not hired on, um, you know, ginger afro, which is what I've got right now. <laughs> That's not how I landed any of my jobs for any of my clients or anything. You know, I don't even think I ended my, re I didn't even land my, my relationship with my, my husband of, of, of almost 30 years having an afro, you know. 
Um, a lot to unpack, a lot to think about. Um, so anyway, I won't start from the beginning. I'm just going to read this, this, uh, these two paragraphs here. My early memories of when my hair was natural, when I was really little and was sent away to summer camp in Michigan for four straight weeks. I was the only little black girl there, my whitish 70s mom, who had never really touched my hair before, had no idea how to teach me any type of hair awareness or hair care. At the YMCA camp in Michigan, it never occurred to me or anyone else to touch my hair. It never felt a brush and was never shampooed. Four weeks swimming in the lake, swimming in a cabin covered in a gray, itchy wool army blanket, cleaning during KP, throwing food in the cafeteria, Riding horses, sleeping in a tent, baking in the sun, hiking, making sassafras root beer and making art. All of these outdoor activities ends up in my hair, building up like that mud, sticks, bugs, and rock mountain Richard Dreyfus made in the film Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And I go on to really talk about what happened um, after my mom picked me up from camp from the bus stop at the co-op in Hyde Park. And when she saw me, um, she almost screamed, <laughs> what happened to your hair? Uh, I didn't even know what she was talking about. I was really too young to know that I had to do something about my hair. Um, and then I just kind of go on, you know, to talk about what it was like when I went home with my mom and she had to basically, you know, I was, I was scared. I was like, oh my God, what's going to happen to my hair? Do I have to, is my hair going to, am I going to be, is my head going to be shaved? Is it going to hurt? You know, what's going to happen? But you know, the idea of me going back with my mom, her quickly getting me to the bathroom and wetting my hair and getting through the, the, the thick, you know, bird's nest that was in my head was really traumatic for me. And I will never forget that experience. And I actually do go on to talk a little bit more about my journey of having my hair chemically straightened forever and a day and you know the stress and anxiety of being in a hair salon for hours and hours and having chemical burns and things like that um, but then I you know talk a little bit about what it was like to grow up with people that didn't like natural hair and, and made fun of you because you had it um, so it's a really interesting story again um, if you type in Google ginger Burke and Beale black hair you'll find my story and I truly truly want to hear if anything resonates with you about it, what jumps out at you? What are you thinking about when you read it? Um, I actually got some beautiful comments from a few people. And interestingly enough, I got a message um, from a man who read the story. And he shared with me that he never touched or cut his own hair until he was a grown man out of the house, out of his father's house. And it fascinated me because I never really, it never occurred to me that um, you know, black men would have issues with hair the way black women do, but he was, you know, he was forced to shave his head all the time and have a buzz cut. That's the only hair style that his father would let him have. And so, um, he actually wrote to me a couple of days ago asking me, is the story ready yet? Can I read the whole thing? And I thought, this is so beautiful. Um, I am going to read one, uh, message that someone sent to me that I thought was, really profound um you know she there's a woman and you know again just for privacy i won't say anything about who said this who sent these messages to me um but this one woman um she's you know she's gorgeous she's super super smart um she's incredibly incredibly talented 
she has an incredible career and every time I see her online um you know she just looks like she just looks like a Christmas miracle <laughs> every time I see her um and I want to find I want to find her um her message to me because um it was just pretty incredible how she was explaining the feeling of being in a prison in jail when can she stop what she's doing with all the things that she's doing with her hair including wearing wigs and I thought wow oh my goodness like what is happening like why are we having all these experiences with our hair and how do we break through and be free so that we can actually be our authentic selves that's really what it's about being our authentic selves um but anyway she wrote um you know thank you for sharing your story it's so beautifully written and honest embodying many emotions i felt and can relate to when it comes to my hair and i look at my wigs and wonder will i ever find the freedom um i'm inspired so i i just really love that so anyway i just want to leave this message um as an interlude to my next podcast episode where I'm going to be bringing on some really amazing people and hope that she'll read the story and I will be the full story is coming out very soon there's there's much more brutal messages in my full story um fast company of course the focus on that article was really about or the story was really about um how does this impact you know your personal brand because you know that's where it really started from the beginning was how will I be accepted will anybody still want to work with me will I still get hired um, will clients want me to show up in a photo shoot with them, you know, at an, at a popular event where there's lots of media, well, they want to see me out there like this, as opposed to me having, you know, my long, you know, beautiful flowing hair. I mean, my hair is very long right now, but it's definitely not flowing. Um, so anyway, thank you for listening again to me on the Honest Feel Guy podcast. I really appreciate, um, the attention and the care. I appreciate your messages and your notes. I'm so grateful that you've decided to listen to my show. And I really do hope that you come back for the next couple of episodes I have coming up with some amazing additional guests. And thank you for um, hanging out with me during my, my experiment with my, my video. See you next time. <laughs>